0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by HashtagBasketball.com, your home for the very best fantasy tools and analysis on the entire internet. Go check them out, HashtagBasketball.com. I'm your host, Mike Katrin, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Tyler P. Watts. What's up, Tyler? Michael, how good are the Wizards this year? Hmm, that's a good question.
1: Not good. This is what I'm gonna I'm going say not good. Oh, do the Wizards finish higher than the Bulls in the standings?
0: this is now this is a loaded this is a loaded question because in order for the Bulls to make the playoffs, the Wizards have to uh, the Bulls have to finish ahead of the Wizards. So I'm gonna go with of course the bulls are better than the wizards and they will finish higher than the wizards shout out chicago bulls
1: uh fair it's a, it's a good question i'm not i we we'll, we'll talked about the bulls team a little bit but i'm just still not sure about the bulls like i don't know i don't know what to think about the bulls yet i'm still waiting for them to kind of finish their roster i guess
0: any day now any day now we're gonna have uh somebody on the team um, I don't know. I, I don't know who it's going to be. I think it's going to be a lot of two-way players, uh, a lot of random European guys you never heard of that. The, the, the depth in, in, in Chicago uh, definitely, definitely worries me. And there is, even though Westbrook did leave Washington, they did replace him with a very competent one with Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, They still have Bertrands there. Uh, Ray Hachimura is a guy who can play basketball. Like us fantasy dudes are are really bored with him and we're not excited about him. But like overall, the guy deserves to be starting on the court, the score. And then uh, shout out all former Bulls. Daniel uh, Gafford came out like a a banshee in the the playoffs last uh, season. And um, they got Montrezl Harrell uh, and Thomas Bryant at the, at that center spot so any of those guys could share the uh, the load at the at the five maybe even move one of them to maybe montress harold to the four a little bit maybe uh i'm not sure but they got kyle kuzma they got uh, caldwell pope so it's the basically the lakers east and that experience of that lakers east team right is uh to get to get rid of russell westbrook Probably bodes fairly well for Washington for being a, a pretty solid team.
1: Actually, like Washington's depth. Like they got Aaron Holiday as back point guard, who's just kind of good. They they got drafted Kispert, Corey Kispert from Gonzaga, who's just a good yeah. player and a good shooter. Relin Neto's good. Right. And and they just got a lot of players that you're like, he's good at basketball, man. Like Daniel Gaffer is good at basketball, man. It's like it's second or third center, but he's good. Yeah,
0: they're gonna win. I think they're gonna win quite a few bullshit games simply because they do have just a much deeper team than quite a few te- uh, teams that are out there and probably uh, but they're not gonna they're not gonna lose to the bulls or they're not gonna they're not gonna beat the bulls bulls are not gonna lose to them
1: fair enough michael fair enough so bradley Beal, where are you taking bradley Beal? let's this. let's just start off with that right at the top
0: it's very nice to have bradley Beal back into a place where he is the man uh and bradley beale legitimately with Westbrook on that team uh, for a decent amount of time in uh, what is this? Uh, oh, I got to turn on my uh, turn my turnovers off. In an eight cat per average finished eleventh last season, an insane scorer. Um, but you know, I think he was. Uh, you know, Westbrook is Westbrook, and I think everybody who plays with Westbrook should worry. About their stats, uh, slightly disappearing. You saw the assists go down uh, from Bradley Beal, and I think it's very, very simple that his sit, uh, assists return to being something closer to five and a half instead of four and a half. Uh, while I don't see why he wouldn't be as good, if not better, and take a few more shots uh, this season, though he did take the most shots in his career last year. So you know, maybe that doesn't go too far away this is a long-winded way of saying I'm not really sure where I want to take him, but I, I think I have about five players on my turn, and I think Bradley Beal might have maybe he's sneaking into the first round for me.
1: Yeah, Bradley Beal's first-round pick for me, and I think that might be a little controversial for some people, but I think you look at it, and it's very easy. He's in my top ten. Let's put it that way.
0: I can't disagree with that. I mean, I don't know who like, he's certainly not in our top tier, right? Like, I, I just don't think you can compare him. And well, Demi, this, is, this
1: is another Demi. reason I, I would like maybe to pick on the turn. It's like, I almost feel better about my team being Beal and Trey Young or Beal and Luca or, you know, so, two people like that than I do like, oh, I picked third and I got Kevin Durant, but I'm not sure how many games he's going to play. And then in the late second round, I had to come back and get Nikola Vucevic because he was the best player left.
0: Yeah, and then you never know. Someone could drop to you. You could end up with a, uh, you know, let's just say people are out on Dame Lillard for some reason because they don't know where he's going to end up, I guess. I don't know why you would do that. That's stupid. But let's just say it happens. Oh, shit. Now I got Dame and Bradley. Um, That's a lot of fun. Uh, all it takes is for one moron uh, out of nowhere to take uh, LeBron in the top eight or, you know, maybe they're just like, screw it. I love Trey Young. I'm going to take him fifth overall. And then you got someone like Carl Anthony Towns sliding down to the turn for you.
1: And that's what I mean. And I, I just feel like, you know, there's a lot of, of real good guys on that turn and you're going to get two absolute studs. You know, you're going to walk away with Bradley Beal and Paul George, Bradley Beal and Luca, Bradley Beal and Trey Young. And if you're picking at the top, like, you're getting someone good and you're getting someone potentially great. But you're getting a much – I don't want to say a much lesser player, but a lesser player in that second round. And I don't know. I just don't feel great about those really top, top guys. Like, any of them, I just – there's just a little bit of nits to pick, I guess, maybe with everybody.
0: Well, there's a significant drop-off into that third third round. Um, Do you like Paul George or Bradley Beal more?
1: Good question. Good question. I think I have Beal just ahead of Paul George, but I am very high on Paul George as we've discussed. Yeah, he's moved into my turn
0: area. I think that that turn is going to be probably the hardest thing for me to to properly analyze because you can make an argument for about five or six of these dudes to come up on the turn. You got a really nice bunch of really, really good players here, all of which who could be end up, you know, sneaking into that number one tier, Bradley Beal included, right? So, you know, uh, you know, Zach Levine, Jason Tatum, Trey Young, all these guys who are hanging around this kind of second round, uh, uh, you know, like beginning of the second round area are much, much more interesting than the end of the second round area, which is more like Fred Van Fleet, Julius Randall. Um, and so, yeah, the turn's a really, really nice place. And I think Bradley Beal is probably the best, one of the better players, if not, the best player to take on the turn. There's a l- pretty large drop off uh, to the next guy. And maybe the question for you is Tyler, who is the next Washington wizard you would draft in a redraft league?
1: I don't know that there's, that's a, that's a question. I think the next person you draft is Spencer dimly The question is where. That's, that's tough question.
0: <laughs> um, what do we think Spencer Dinwiddie comes back into this season? I think that's maybe the, the, the real kind of like, not weeds well, question. Well, so here's, but...
1: the, here's the, the crazy part. He's played thirty over 30 minutes one time in his career. In yep. that season for Brooklyn, he played 31 minutes. He was 20.6, three and a half rebounds, 6.8 assists, two three-pointers. Not fantastic percentages, not a lot in steals or blocks.
0: Had a fantastic year, right? But he was also playing a very different – Role like he was that team was
1: pretty, uh, I think they were pretty garbage, weren't they? Uh, no, they he actually led them to the playoffs that year. That was the year Kyrie. That was the first year. Kyrie, oh, yeah, never mind. That's the year before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was year Kyrie and Kevin Durant were in Brooklyn, but neither one of them like really played. Kyrie played a little bit, but he didn't play a lot. Um, yeah, and so I don't know, like, how good is he? I mean, that right at, first off, let's start with how many minutes, right? Like, does he play 30? I think he does. I think he has to, right? Well, and, uh, yeah,
0: I think he has to play at least so, twenty-nine or thirty.
1: Then, I, so this is kind of where I'm pegging him. Uh, you can you feel free to peg him whatever you want. I'm pegging him at like eighteen, like three, three and a half rebounds, about six assists, probably point six or point seven steals, like two three pointers a game on not great percentages.
0: Mm, not great rebounds either not bad rebounds for uh, a dude of his size but you know uh, two three pointers a game and 18 points <sighs> and that's it's that's not certainly not terrible like i think he is in like that 50 range
1: yeah and maybe maybe even a little bit below that but somewhere in that area
0: Maybe, yeah, maybe maybe a little below 50. Like, I'm looking at, like, a Malcolm Brogdon, right? But Malcolm Brogdon's got the points and the rebounds. And so, like like a a shitty Malcolm Brogdon.
1: For me, he's probably in that range with, like, the guys, like, Evan Fournier and Robert Covington, like, in that, like, where well, those let's... guys finished last year, like somewhere between like 70 and 75, 80, 85. Oh,
0: I think I like them a little bit more than you then. Let's play the game, Tyler. Uh, who Who's you taking in this Tyler only draft the game uh, coming to a, a board game store near you? Published uh, copyright. Mike Catron, Tyler does not get any of the profits. That's the whole title of the game. Who would rather have? Mike Connolly or Spencer Dinwiddie? Good question.
1: I think I'd rather have Mike Conley, but I don't. I don't. You could convince me it was Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah,
0: I feel like the Steals might give me Mike Connolly over Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, Kimball Walker.
1: I, I might go Dinwiddie just because I feel like he's probably going to be healthier than Kemba. Maybe that's
0: fair. Uh, Colin Sexton.
1: Now, that would depend, I think, a lot on what your team needs. Like, if you just need a barrel load of points on good percentages, like in a roto league, I might go Colin Sexton. But overall value, I think I'd rather have Dimwinny. Yeah, okay. LaMelo Ball. I'd rather have LaMelo, I think.
0: Oh, yeah. You know you want LaMelo Ball. Um, I like I like LaMelo Ball a lot this year. DeAndre Murray. I think.
1: I said, that's, this, is what, this is what I figured where we were going. I think this is, like, the perfect comp. Now, they're a little bit different players. Like, Murray's going to give you more steals, but he's going to give you less points, less threes. I feel like that's a really good, like, that's where I have him pegged, kind of, like, right around that, like, 70, 75 mark, right about with DeJounte Murray. And then I think it really just depends on what your team needs at that point.
0: Yeah, see, I think I have him a little bit higher than that. I think I have him in that kind of like uh, I think I'd rather have him over Mike Connolly, but then right after that fifty range, like right, I think that's where if he if it all kind of if it all kind of uh, swings correctly for Spencer Dimwitty, uh, him finishing in the top sixty, maybe even the top fifty, is possible um chances are it might be a little worse than that because of the minutes and maybe just getting back into the swing of the NBA but the role for him in Washington is there to achieve that ceiling and I'm very curious of where people are going to take him and I think that's the real key let's see who else on this team Tyler I know you you like David Bertrand Davis Bertrand's as, like, you know, like you're attracted to him. Uh, Ryu Hachimura I'm not, not into. Not into that kind of boring of boring guy. But um, really the roles that these guys are going to play are, are going to be incredibly similar. Davis Bertrand's, well, you know, probably going to get a few more shots up, uh, probably play a few more minutes than he did last year. But uh, I think it's going to be a very similar threes and points, nothing Nothing else to see here. Um, I think that just leaves us with what's going to happen with the center spot. What's going to happen with uh, Thomas Bryant and Gafford?
1: How healthy is Thomas Bryant? That's a question. Yes. I don't know. Have we heard anything about Thomas Bryant lately? Uh, he was on track before an injury cut his season short. <laughs> That's about the latest update on June 16th. What is it? Yeah, I was going to say, was
0: it from January? Like what
1: and so, I mean. It's basically just like a season review. I don't really see Not any.
0: expected to be ready for the start of the season.
1: There we go. And that's my question is, so he tore his ACL in January, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, wait, 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 okay. In yeah, January. In, in January? Man, oh. Someone's trying to play a video for you, Mike. Um, man, do you draft Thomas Bryan at all?
0: If he's not going to be back till January, even December, man, I'd I mean, I stash him on an IR because I do kind of like Thomas Bryan. But um,
1: yeah, I think I'm hands off. I don't, off. I don't think, off.
0: think I can draft. I don't think I can. I don't think I can draft him.
1: Right, that's what I mean. I think I'm hands-off on Thomas Bryant, so then you're asking me... Maybe with the
0: well, last pick.
1: What in the wide, wide world of sports is the idea of the center? Like, how many minutes can Gafford play? Is it Montrezl Harrell playing most of the minutes? Montrezl Harold's not a great fantasy player, even when he's playing a ton of minutes. Yeah, he's just kind of... Well, like, I don't know. He's, he, he's not... He's business, like points really bad. and rebounds, just a barrel ton, though, of both, right? Like, he's the yes. Zach Randolph of... He's today. a very
0: specifically – he's not a good roto player, right. even, even with minutes. But um, he definitely has some overall value. I mean, that, 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 um, that free throw percentage is pretty piss poor. But if he approaches 28, 27, 28 minutes a game, he's going to be looking at maybe close to a block, 18 points, 7, 8 rebounds. Mm-hmm. That's rosterable
1: for sure. But I'm not excited to draft it.
0: Oh, fuck. No. I mean, the, the, the sis are terrible. The steals aren't there. Like uh, he does and, not shoot threes and you want your center, your mediocre center should at least be shooting a three, let alone making one.
1: And what's Gafford playing like 20, 25 minutes. Like he's a block streamer at that point.
0: Yeah. Though. So, I mean, I, I guess I would pay attention to that rotation, right? Because let's
1: say they go,
0: Wow. Uh Harold doesn't win us games he's just kind of out there in the set with the
1: second team scoring points which is cool you need that type of player uh, uh, on a team see I think he does win you games in the regular season I think Montrose Harrell is the perfect example of that type of player like he helps you win a regular season game because he's just out there going absolutely ape you know what I mean just crazy he's got all that energy he he's comes in exploitable he- Bullies you around. Yeah, but he bullies people around on those like second nights of back to backs when they're tired. And you know what I mean? And then he freaking in the playoffs, he gets, I don't even know, exploded, I guess is the well, word, he gets right? Like
0: sat down on the bench is what happens. Um, yeah, because
1: I mean, teams attack him and he can't really defend on the perimeter and he can't do a lot of switching and he can't. He's also just like not big for a center. Like he's good, but he's not big.
0: Well, then let's say I can guarantee you. Montrose Harold plays 29 minutes a game next season. Are you drafting him? And if so, where?
1: 20. Well, okay. Now he's not playing 29 minutes game. He's never playing. I'm just saying, 29. I can, but
0: I can guarantee you he's gonna play 20. Simply due to the circumstance.
1: Where am I drafting him? That's a good question. I'm probably not drafting him in that scenario, but if it was me only in this draft, um, I mean, he's probably a top 100 player at that point, right? And he's maybe a top 75 player at that point.
0: He's yeah, I think he's a top 100 player. I would, I would probably draft him outside of the top 100 though, because of, let you know that's his ceiling, right? Like if he's playing 30 right. some minutes a game, he's going to get you maybe close to 20 points and eight or nine rebounds and sh- shoot a decent percentage and really not do much else. Block. Right. Ish like so that's a ceiling is, is being in that beginning of that second plateau, um, trying to scrape up to the first plateau. And I don't really want to overpay for a guy who's ceiling so
1: well. I'm with you there. I i am just not a huge montres Herald fan, and so I probably won't own him in a lot yeah. of leagues just because I feel like there's enough people to split those minutes and aren't the wizards gonna play some a fair amount of small ball? Like they're gonna want to get Hachimura minutes, they're gonna want to try to get Avdi a minute. Yeah, it's just the, with the lack of Thomas
0: Bryan there, the, the minutes got to go somewhere. So I think um, if there is no one appealing, knowing what I know about going into the season, if there's no one appealing with my last pick, maybe Montrose Harrell will be, I'll, I, I
1: might take it. I'm with you there. I still feel like Mont- they're going to need Montrose to score a little bit, maybe. Like who here is scoring points if Montrose doesn't? Just Beal and Dinwiddie? Yeah. Okay. So if it's 32 and 20, that's 52 points, Michael. Every team in the league scores at least 110 points a game.
0: <laughs> that's true. On the flip side of that, let's do a little hypothetical. What if I could guarantee you that Danny Gafford plays 29 minutes a game? Where are you drafting him?
1: Oh, well, he couldn't play that many because he fouls too much. Certainly. But per minute, he's pretty juicy, right? He's
0: a lot of fun per minute.
1: Uh. He was the 186th round player in 14.8 minutes per game.
0: Pretty, pretty good. We're talking about a block and a half in 15 minutes. Uh, We're talking about that's the question,
1: though. In 29 minutes, does it is it still 1.5 blocks? Because we've seen this a lot.
0: Would wager it's in order to play that many minutes, he has to cut back on trying to block every shot. So it's not going to be double it's not going be it's not going to be three blocks, but could he theoretically average over two blocks yes
1: I think so too. There's not a ton of rebounds though either, which is kind of disappointing
0: he's a decent rebounder i i, I, I he's a he's a decent rebounder right? he's not going like well here's be, the, he's not going to be in that like you know plus fourteen uh, here's world.
1: what i what I hate about his per thirty six numbers okay like it was 6.3 as a rookie. It was 10.5 as a sophomore in a sophomore season overall, so it was a giant leap in per-minute rebound numbers, and that makes me kind of wonder, like, where does this settle a little bit? Like, he got a ton for Washington and, I mean, let's face it, the Wizards are going to need someone to pull down boards, especially with Westbrook gone, yep. um, so that number could maybe stay up a little bit, but Man, I don't know. It's a little worrying. Also, as a rookie, only scored 13 points per 36 minutes, which that worries me a little bit, too, that the points could be kind of down and it could really just be like a load of blocks and some decent rebounds and not a lot of anything else.
0: I think this is going to be the one to keep the, the, this is the position to keep an eye on for the Wizards. What's going to, where, where are they going to go? What are they going to, oh, you're going to find out in summer league, right? a uh, little Something. You're going to find out what they prefer, the rotation, blah, blah, blah.
1: That thing's called preseason, Mike. Summer league's over.
0: Oh, God damn it. Preseason. Um, I'm still hung over from the, the weekend, Tyler, if you can't tell. Uh, the preseason, I think we're going to get a decent uh, idea of the rotation. I'm not sure we're going, it's going to be set in preseason, nor will we even know or have a solid, um, uh, like a, like a, an announced starter even going in to the season. I think it's going to be kind of a, uh, a mashup of whatever they're kind of feeling to do via the, who they're going against and what the matchup looks like, which doesn't bode well for really either one of them. I would
1: well, if, there's a a brand new coach that we've never seen be a head coach in the league, too. So exactly. how how is he gonna play? You know, what is he gonna emphasize? Are they gonna play fast? Are they gonna play slow? Are they gonna play there's a lot of questions with this team? And yeah. just there's a lot of bodies with this team too. Like, don't you think they wanna give like Denny Avdia, if he's healthy, like 20, 25 minutes a game at least? You would but, think? But where the hell do those minutes come from? Like, you gotta feel like they're playing Caldwell Pope, you gotta feel like they're playing Kuzma some, you gotta feel like they're playing Harrell some got to feel like they're playing Hachimura. Like, where – you know, Burton Tans is also on the team. Like, where does Zavdia fit in there? They just drafted Corey Kispert, who's 22 already, ready for minutes. But, like, where does he fit in in that kind of small forward, power forward, shooting guard mix? Like, it's just a weird team with a lot of bodies. So, this is definitely a team to watch during the preseason of who's playing, how much are they playing, where are they playing people, what does their offense look like? There's a lot to just take in. If
0: they announce Gafford is starting in, pre- in preseason, I might switch my last pick from Montrezl Harrell to Danny Gafford. I might do it. Why not? The blocks are there. That's an interesting stat to get. If they, They're just going to throw oh, him well, out there and, know, let him foul, and let him in a foul standard out, right? League,
1: I almost feel like there's no there's no downside in that pick. There's in no the downside. That, yeah, but... There might be somebody you like better, but like if they're saying, oh, he's going to start and our plan is to play him even 25 minutes a game, it could be like two and a half blocks
0: oh yeah and you should have a short list for your kind of like hey i might take a flyer on this guy late in the draft um he might be one of those guys on my short list if he's announced as the start fair enough i think that's it for the washington wizards um you can find me on twitter at watching the boxes you can find tyler at tyler p watts if you want to support the show please uh send us feedback Tell us what you like, what you don't like, what you want to hear, or even better, go to patreon.com slash boxes. Help support the show so it can keep going. Also, subscribe to us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash boxes. We will be doing mock drafts, uh, potentially some gambling, and other fun things that I make up, or you could just watch me, uh, maybe you could just watch me play Skyrim for the hundredth time.
1: I feel like that the the books, I don't know who, who, who makes these uh these anymore. Who knows? Um, I feel like they did mess up some of those over-under odds, so we could talk about that at some point.
0: Yeah, I think we might do that. That might be a Patreon exclusive, or you might see us on Twitch talking about those over-unders. Um subscribe to either one of them if you're interested in the bonus content. That's it for the wizards. Uh, we will catch you next time. Thanks for joining us. Stay cool, stay safe. See you later.